800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. Capital City Fire Rescue responded to a structure fire early this morning. The three-day basketball tournament, Capital City Classics, is being hosted at Juno Douglas High School through this Saturday. And this Saturday is also the annual Guns N' Hoses hockey game. But first, Capital City Fire Rescue was on scene for a structure fire early this morning. Assistant Chief Sam Russell says the cause of the fire is still under investigation at this time and no injuries were reported. We responded to about 15 miles for a report of a structure fire. When we arrived, we found that it was a fire was mostly on the exterior, on the front. Uh, all the occupants had evacuated without incident, including the dogs. Uh, we put the fire out and went home, complicated a little bit by slippery road conditions and weather conditions. Due to the icy condition and steepness of the driveway, the crews pulled the fire hose uphill towards the fire. Normally, we would have been able to pull up to the house, but because of the slippery road conditions, um, we weren't able to navigate the driveway with the fire engine. Uh, just meant that we had to spend uh, an extra minute or so pulling hose up the hill rather than pulling it directly off the engine and, and to the fire. So it added a, uh, maybe uh, two minutes to the response time, which is relatively insignificant for this fire. Red Cross was working with the residents early this morning as CCFR left the scene. Russell would like to remind the public to check that their smoke detectors are working. Both the smoke detectors and the dogs were able to alert the residents to the fire. Yesterday marked the start of the Capital City Classic, the three-day basketball tournament that's hosted at Juno Douglas High School. The JDHS girls team showed East High School from Anchorage what they're made of with a win of 56-14. to Here's what head coach Tonya Nizich had to say about the synergy of the girls team this season. A lot of them have been playing together, whether it's been middle school or like a club team. So they know where each other are on the court. There's there's definitely, you can see some uh, certain dynamics with some of them. And, and and that's just playing a lot of games together. So I think, I, I think that definitely um, has, has helped, you know, uh, our starting five, I'd say for sure. They've been playing together. She adds what didn't work in this first game of the tournament. Um, well, uh, I'd say, you know, getting in front of our defense and cutting them off. And, and uh, we used a lot of hands that time. So we got ourselves in a little bit of foul issue in the second quarter there, which, you know, you never want to see. Um, so I think everybody, my, my starting lineup each had two apiece, you know, late in the second. So just cleaning things up. The girls' game was followed by the JD Varsity Boys going against Auburn Mountain View at 7 p.m. The out-of-state Auburn Mountain View beat the JDHS Varsity Boys 63-31 after a hard-fought game in the third and fourth quarter. These were the first games of the tournament, and they were also the first games played in the George Houston Gymnasium. JDHS's gymnasium was recently renamed after former coach George Houston, who passed away earlier this year. Houston coached for JDHS for 32 years and was head coach for the Crimson Bears for 14 years. A public memorial will be held for Houston on January 8th. And tonight, the Crimson Bears girls will be going against Haynes at 5 p.m. and the Crimson Bears boys will be going against Eagle River at 7. 
and the Alaska Peace Officers Association is hosting their annual Guns and Hoses hockey game at Treadwell Arena this Saturday. Juneau Police Department Sergeant Sean Phelps is excited. His son will be playing for the Guns team. He speaks on what goes into organizing the event. Well, it takes a, a lot of coordination with uh, the fire department. There are uh, partners in this and gone to battle with them for a few years. And we battle together out in the field all of the time with uh, with all the calls that we go on. And we've got each other's backs. And, and this is just a, a great uh, fundraising event where uh, we can uh, play a fun game of hockey together. And the, uh, the game has always been good. It's always been been fun to uh, to come play together as well. A free family skate will be at 5 p.m. and then the game begins at 6 p.m. A $20 donation is suggested per family for an entry fee. Chili and drinks will be available by donation and a 50-50 raffle will take place. Phelps says this is how the Capital City chapter of APOA uses the funds. Many different things. Uh, we do different community service events such as Shop with a Cop and the Special Olympics Torch Run, uh, National Night Out uh, are, are some of the events that we do. Uh, APOA also does uh, multiple scholarships for uh, graduating high school seniors that are interested in law enforcement related fields. Come cheer for the guns or the hoses in their tiebreaker this Saturday and support APOA. Coming up, the United States Ocean Territory could expand by an area more than twice the size of California. That story next with Jordan Lewis when News of the North continues. United States Ocean Territory could expand by an area more than twice the size of California, with most of that in ocean areas off of Alaska, under a claim being prepared by the federal government. The U.S. State Department this month announced results of a two-decade program to map the extended continental shelf areas beyond the nation's 200-mile exclusive economic zone. Much of the focus was on the Arctic Ocean, where bathymetric and geological surveys by federal agencies produced the first detailed maps of a complex seafloor with a series of canyons, ridges, and deep-sea plateaus. In all, the mapping reveals that the U.S. has rights to an additional 987,700 square kilometers, an area about twice the size of California, according to the State Department. Of that, more than half, 520,400 square kilometers, is in the Arctic Ocean beyond the 200-mile exclusive economic zone of Alaska's North Slope. Another 176,330 square kilometers is contained in a triangular section in the Bering Sea that abuts the U.S.-Russia maritime border. There are some claims in the works of territory off the Atlantic and Pacific coasts, the Gulf of Mexico, and the Mariana Islands area. The decades-long project to map the extended continental shelf involved the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the U.S. Geological Survey, and other agencies, and within in the Arctic, numerous research voyages by the U.S. Coast Guard icebreaker Healy. It set up a formal claim to be made to the international community, according to the State Department. The State Department said in its December 19th announcement, the continental shelf is the extension of a country's land territory under the sea. Like other countries, the United States has rights under international law to conserve and manage the resources and vital habitats on and under its ECS. The City and Borough of Juneau is introducing a new system to manage parking permits and enforce parking rules in spring of next year. The new system will be used at all off-street parking facilities in downtown Juneau, including the Marine Parking Garage and the Downtown Transit Center Garage. The Juneau Police Department will also use the system to enforce free on-street parking downtown, and the Docks and Harbors Department will use it at Ock Bay Statter Harbor and the Downtown Port Facility. 
The new system uses license plates as virtual permits, allowing customers to purchase monthly or annual parking permits and pay citations online using a credit or debit card. At hourly lots, new pay stations that accept credit cards and coins will replace existing mechanical cash boxes. Customers will also be able to pay for hourly parking directly from their mobile phones. Permits will continue to be available for purchase in person and live customer support will be available 24 hours a day. By using license plates as virtual permits instead of manually issuing and checking permits for each parking space, CBJ hopes that the new system will reduce the amount of time required to manage parking and allow staff to focus on providing other core public services. Similar systems are already in widespread use by municipalities and universities around the country, including the City of Seattle and the Municipality of Anchorage. Additional information on how to use the new system will be provided soon, including new signage, social media posts, additional information releases, and a dedicated website. And on Christmas Eve at approximately 2.15 p.m., the Sitka Police Department attempted to contact 47-year-old James G. Thompson at the Sawmill Creek Apartments regarding a State of Alaska bench warrant for his arrest. Thompson immediately became hostile, barricading himself inside the apartment, stating he had a weapon and refusing to comply with the officer's directions to open the door. Officers breached the door to make entrance into the apartment and deployed flashbangs and smoke grenades. Thompson was then taken into custody without further incident and is currently being held in the Sitka jail on $500 bail and assault and criminal mischief charges. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, KINYradio.com.